on the field and inside the clubhouse. This is Brewers Extra Innings. 2-2 pitch. Popped him up, left side. McCutcheon calling for it near the line. He's there, makes the catch, and the ball game is over. Sam Coonrod and the Philadelphia Phillies finish off the Brewers. Final score tonight. Again, the crew made it interesting in the ninth, but the Phillies prevail 6-5. to five. Now live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at Radio City in Milwaukee with Jerry Augustine, here's Matt Foley. Yeah, Jeff Levering said it. They make it interesting for a second straight day, but it doesn't get you a win. They end up losing 6-5 to Philadelphia. They lose the second straight against Philadelphia of these of this four-game series, and uh, now they'll try to win these next two to at least get a series split before they leave Philadelphia and head to Miami. Welcome into the program. My name is Matt Pauley, Jerry Augustine, former Brewers pitcher alongside. If you want to join us, you can do so. 855-616-1620. That's 855-616-1620. The AccuNet Mortgage Talk and Text Line. You can also tweet into the program if you'd like, at Matt Pauley on air, M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. Augie, it's going to be a bit of a broken record, or it's going to sound a whole lot like the way we started the show yesterday, but uh, again, the, the numbers that really jump out off the box score at the end of this game, the team leaves nine on, they go three for 12 with runners in scoring position, and then the added thing today compared to yesterday they made some defensive mistakes, three errors that really end up hurting, uh, two of the three errors, I guess, really end up hurting uh, the club. And they've been a really good fielding team. Those three errors uh, do not help them out tonight at all. Yeah, if you think of one thing with this ball club and the way they have played this year, it has been they've had the great defense. In the last two games, you you lose two one-run ball games. You have six unearned runs in those two ball games. Uh, it's going to have an effect on the ball game. And you look at what the Philadelphia Phillies have been able to do. They've been able to strike early against the Brewers. They scored all the runs early in the first three innings of both ball games, and they've been able to that has been able to hold up for them. So you're, you're looking at games in which the Brewers have had opportunities. You said it earlier runners in scoring position again tonight after last night going uh, two for 12 and leaving eight on tonight they go three for 12 and leave nine on these are key things when you're playing on the road and when you're playing good baseball teams that you have to have have execution but uh, you know you still this team battled back and uh, they made it interesting and just a, a big base hit away from tying the, tying the score and even taking the lead we're with you till 11 o'clock this evening. Again, if you want to join us, you can do so by calling or texting into the Acunet Mortgage Talk and Text Line, 855-616-1620, or you can tweet into the program at Matt Pauley on air between now and 11. We'll go through all aspects of the game. We'll, uh, we'll do, uh, for sure, a second night in a row, fun with uh, some stats, some statistical oddities that came out of this one. We'll pass those along coming up. Uh, we'll hear from manager Craig Council. We'll go through uh, the highlights. We'll get you scores, including minor league scores. Really good to be able to do that as well. Uh, we'll talk Christian Yelich as well. Not a good update from him today as he goes back on the injured list. So a lot to get to between now and 11 o'clock. Brewers fall short to the Phillies by a 6-5 score. We're back with more in a moment. This is Brewers Extra Innings. Brewers Extra Innings with Matt Foley on WTMJ. And a throw to first, and it gets by Vogelback. Quinn, who can fly, he's going to get to third base at least. Quinn will stop at third as Colton Wong finally retrieves that ball down in the right field corner. And Roman Quinn with a base hit and then an E1 to move him to third base. 
6-5 Brewers lose in Philadelphia. Welcome back into Brewers Extra Innings here on WTMJ. I'm Matt Pauley, joined by former Brewers pitcher Jerry Augustine. We like to always have a little bit of fun for a few moments every night looking at some of the statistical oddities that come out of any given game. Augie, you ready for tonight's? Uh, Go ahead. Go on this? This will be interesting. I can't wait. Okay. Uh, David Hale, first Phillies pitcher to face three or more Brewers batters and have them all score since Jeff Manship did so in April of 2014. <laughs> that is amazing. I don't know how you come up with stats like that, but uh, that uh, is amazing. So I don't co- yeah, I, I don't come up with them. A guy by the name of Doug Kern does. This is my favorite one, and I'm going to ask you a question on this one, actually. So Eric Lauer okay. today, he becomes the second pitcher in Brewers history to have the quirk of giving up three home runs, but only two earned runs. Augie, do you have any guess on who the only other pitcher in Brewers history to have that happen to was? Uh, it's going to go back sometime. Mike Caldwell. No, Augie, it's you. Was it really? <laughs> it was oh, you. I, honest God, I don't, I don't remember. When did, when did that happen? So, Augie, you pitched against Minnesota on July 19th of 1982, and your final line that day, you pitched a complete game, so you went eight innings. You gave up six runs, two earned on eight hits, three strikeouts, and one walk. Wow. Brewers lost that game. Uh, what was the final score? Brewers lost that game by a 6-4 score, July of 1982. Wow. I, I do remember. And it was, that, it, was it in Minnesota? Was that in it was. Minnesota? Yeah, yes, was it in was the, in Minnesota. Yeah, I was in the New Dome, and a uh, tough place to pitch, and you could give up a home run. The ball flew out pretty well, but I didn't know that I had a stat like that. That's very interesting. Robin Yount that day went 4-5 for five with three RBIs. Robin did that a lot. I'm going to tell you, 1982, he's the MVP. <laughs> I mean, uh, he was just a guy that, you know, you talk about guys who play the game, and when you had Paul and Robin back-to-back in the beginning of that lineup, it was those guys, those guys created so much for Cecil and, and the other guys in the lineup that it was just amazing. But you talk about two leadoff guys or two guys at the top of your lineup that did something special, both Molitor and Yant were special, and they're in the Hall of Fame because of it. When I saw that you were the only other pitcher that did that with Eric Lauer, I can't tell you how excited I was that I was going to be able to drop that on you. I like that. I like that. I, I, I made something special, an oddity. Well, I'm odd yeah. anyway, but that kind of oddity, that's pretty special. What do you make of Eric Lauer's night? Because he gives up the six runs, only two are earned, but he, he commits two of the airs, so some of, the, some of that is self-inflicted. Uh, I mean, he gives up three home runs. It's just, it, it's it's really tough for me to evaluate how how well he pitched or how well he didn't pitch in this game. Well, you know, first of all, let's start with the two errors that he made. There, this the type of move that he has, and some left-handers like doing it. They feel that if they step off back and they quickly turn their shoulder, they can make a good crisp throw the first base. And the one thing that you're doing is you're not pointing your shoulder, you're not making a full turn, you're kind of throwing the ball without making that good turn with your front shoulder and making a good throw to the base. And that can cause a lot of problems, especially when you want to be quick. I thought uh, Lauer tonight wanted to be a little bit too quick with that move. 
and both both uh, throws got away from him. I thought that was a big part of the game because there were two errors there and led to unearned runs. But I thought early in the game, I thought Eric had a little bit of issue with command of the fastball on the outside part of the play. And then after that third inning, he had a different gear. You talk about pitchers that go out and finding themselves and, and being able to make adjustments. I thought after that third inning, I thought he had a different gear. He was crisp at all his pitches. He, uh, he commanded both sides of the plate. He had a good fastball up in the zone, and uh, I thought he threw the ball very well the last three innings. Before that, kind of trying to find himself, but the last three innings, I thought he threw the ball very well. He has a zero ERA against everybody but Andrew McCutcheon because it was what those two home runs account for the the two earned runs on the day. So he, you know, after throwing the shutout against the Dodgers, the only two earned runs he's given up so far are those two home runs to McCutcheon. Yeah, and you know, you look at what coming into the game, it was mentioned that McCutcheon's had a lot of success. I think he was something like 7 for 10 uh, prior coming in, but two balls to McCutcheon. He got a fastball early in the ball game uh, in the, as a leadoff hitter in the first inning, got a ball up over the middle of the plate, and McCutcheon put a good swing, hit the ball straight center, and then tried to go in on him. And, you know, you, you go in, you got to get in. McCutcheon's quick on the inside part of the plate. He's known from being able to handle a good fastball, and that time, everything get the ball in far enough. And and he put a good thing and drove the ball out of ballpark, uh, put the Phillies up 2-1 to one at that time. 6-5, the Brewers lose in Philadelphia. They've lost the first two games of this four-game series. We'll continue on in just a moment. This is Brewers Extra Innings on WTMJ. It's Brewers Extra Innings with Matt Foley on WTMJ. One and one on Vogel back and the offering from Nola. Swing and a line drive hit towards center. It's down a base hit. Colton Wong is going to be sent around third. Here comes the throw. It's not in time, and the Brewers are on the board. Run scoring single. Daniel Vogel back. It's 1-0 Milwaukee. 6-5. The Brewers lose in Philadelphia. Welcome back into Brewers Extra Innings here on WTMJ. I'm Matt Pauley, former Brewers pitcher Jerry Augustine alongside. If you want to join us, 855-616-1620. That is the Acunet Mortgage Talk and Text Line. Mark in River West texting in saying, seriously, the last two games leaving the bases loaded again, and what's up with all the airs again that cost us uh, both games? Augie, I think in some ways some of the numbers, and this isn't so much about the airs, but more about leaving the bases loaded and the hitting with runners in scoring position. You know, baseball is a game where early on there can be kind of some statistical anomalies, and then everything tends to even out. The season got started, and the Brewers' overall batting average wasn't very good, but their hitting with runners in scoring position was really good. Well, now that's starting to even out a little bit. They had, what, I think they had 10 hits tonight. Yeah, the Brewers collected 10 hits tonight. Uh, they what seven or eight hits yesterday. So their, their team batting average has been going up, but their batting average with runners in scoring position, it's gone down the last couple days so those are kind of even and out it's kind of the way the season started where the team was winning a bunch of road games and losing a bunch of home games well they just got done you know taking three out of four from the Dodgers at home and now they've lost a couple games against the Phillies I feel like a lot of times it's just it's baseball and when you're still in the first month or so of the season some of these numbers that are a little bit weird at the beginning of the year are going to start to really even out Oh, I agree. I, I think when you when you look at at a ba- at the ba- baseball game in itself, 
the, the first 25, 30 ball games that you do play, there's going to be a lot of different things that are going to happen. Sometimes you're going to have a lot of success in an area, and we, you just talked about it. Early in the season, you look at the Brewers' batting average, and it wasn't very good, but hitters with running and scoring position, hitters with two outs and runners on was very good. They were in the top 10 in the league uh, at that time. But you're going to have that. In the, baseball is a funny game, and the big thing that you try to do is anytime you got an uh, opportunity with runners in scoring position, it's staying away from the strikeout, putting the ball in play because you never know what happens. And we've seen that happen with the Brewers. It's helped them with to win a several ball games this year, just putting the ball in the play. It may not be a base hit, but putting that ball in play really makes a big difference. And I think it's a team that's that as we go along, you're going to have this. You're going to go through times when you're you're going to struggle with runners in scoring position, bases loaded, second and third, less than two outs. Those things are going to happen. But as you as you said, Matt, it does even out. And I think this team, as the season goes along, is going to get better in both of those spots with runners in scoring position. Eight five five six one six one six twenty. The Yankee Net Mortgage Talk and Text Line. Let's go to Doug and Baraboo. Hey, Doug, you're on WTMJ. Yeah, good evening, guys. On, on the same subject, you know, I mean, it's mind-boggling. We have two uh, starting pitchers that are down, yet we're only a half a game out of first place. But the, the thing that's scary, and I think you guys were just alluding to it, is I mean, I mean, right now, and we're, we're last in you know in, in batting average. We're last in uh, on-base percentage. We've got the most. Uh, strikeouts. I think we're up to 311 now in the National League, and we have uh, our, our clutch hitter Yelich. He's out, and looks like Kane, a clutch hitter, is part time. And I'm using the, the word clutch uh, a little more because those are the guys that get the hits when there's runners on base. We eat eight on last night, nine on tonight, and I and, and I mean the only guy that I can think and there's no answer. I don't think other than Ryan Braun, and I don't think he's He's coming back anytime soon, but uh, you got to still hand it to the pitching staff. I mean, it's it's unbelievable where we are with 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 the pitchers, how well they're doing. But when does it catch up to the pitchers? You know, how long can they keep holding up the hitting? Yeah, Doug, that's a great question, and I think it is kind of the. Um... It's sort of the dark cloud that you hope doesn't move its way over American Family Field or whatever uh, other ballpark the Brewers might be playing. And Augie, the pitching has absolutely carried this team so far because they have struggled from an offensive standpoint. And I think the pitching is going to be really good all season, but I, I don't know if the pitching is going to perform at the level that it's been performing at some point in time. And this kind of goes back to what we were talking about before. Things are going to start evening out. At some point, the pitching is probably going to fall back a little bit, and you're hopeful that that's when the hitting starts to take steps forward. There's going to be times this year where this team is winning games because of what they're doing at the plate, not what they're doing on the mound. But all that being said, it does feel like there's a there's a shelf life on how long you can continue to have one of the best records in the National League with one of the worst offenses in the National League. Yeah, it's it's concerning, but you know you really have to hand it to the pitching staff. Both the the starting uh, staff has done so well. You got a couple guys out, and they had like Eric Lauer coming in tonight. I thought he threw the ball very well. Wouldn't have been for the errors and the unearned runs, uh, we would have won the ball game. Those things do happen, and you know have guys step up like he did tonight. And then you look at when he finished the game with uh, actually uh, retiring nine in a row, and then you add Boxberger and uh, Fire Rising to that. They retired the last fifteen hitters. I like the makeup of the bullpen and I, th- I really like what the, what, what uh, David Stearns, Matt Arnold and Craig have done with this bullpen. You've got a guy who's a, a 
a guy who's closed had a lot of success in Boxberger that could come and close early innings for you. That's fifth, that's sixth, that's seventh inning. He has that closer mentality. He had that tonight and threw the, threw the ball very well. And then you got the pitchers, the other guys there, the Fire Rising and, you know, and the Eagle Williams and, and finishing up with Josh. I really like that. I think that's going to be steady all year long, especially when you get these other pitchers throwing the ball with the confidence that they can. But I think offensively they have to get better. And it's about putting balls in play. And we talk about striking out with runners in scoring position late in the ball game. You have to understand a lot of teams are built like the Brewers. They are trying to get a bullpen that finishes games. And they have guys coming in, throwing in that 100 area, having good sliders, having great change-ups. And I think that really provides a, a big difference as we go along in the season that you got to have success because you get late in the ball game. These closers are all very good. The late part of bullpens are very good. And sometimes it's very difficult to score runs. We'll discuss the Christian Yelich situation. He is back on the injured list. We'll do that next. This is Brewers Extra Innings on WTMJ. It's Brewers Extra Innings with Matt Foley. 2-1 pitch, and this one's hit a long ways out to left. Back on it is McKinney. It's gone for McCutcheon. So McCutcheon, who had two home runs on the season coming in, has two home runs in the game, both solo shots. Brewers lose to Philadelphia tonight 6-5. Prior to the game, we got news from the club that Christian Yelich was going back on the injured list. He was back for one game. His back did not respond to playing yesterday. Uh, I've got a number of text messages about this. Tyler in Port Washington texted, How concerned should we be about Yelly? He's been fighting chronic back issues the past few years. However, this seems to be much more serious. Can this team get to the postseason without him being consistently healthy? A text from uh, Jordan and Mantuak. That was quick for Yelich to go back on the injured list. He needs to get completely healthy before he comes back, and I wouldn't be surprised if it's June until he plays again. Jerry Augustine with me, Matt Pauley here on Brewers Extra Innings. And, and, and Augie, I think what I was I was listening and I was reading through the the you know the transcripts and, and the Zoom meetings that uh, were taking place before the game today, and. Craig Council said they're kind of, you know, they're, they're still trying to figure out exactly what's going on. There's some questions that need to be answered. Uh, when Yelich spoke, he spoke a little bit differently. He made it seem like they know what's wrong, but they need to dig in on it a little bit more on what the path is for him to get healthy. Either way, this is this is a setback and this is a bad situation that Yelich is not having his back respond the way you want it to respond. Well, he plays such a key role to this team. He's a leader on this ball club, uh, both uh, in, in the clubhouse and, and on the field, uh, the, the way he plays and goes about about his job. But, you know, it, it, it just seemed when, in, when Christian was talking today, you could kind of see the frustration that they know what it is, but they, they're just not being able to get it. And, and Craig later, later talked a little bit about, you know, one reason we, brought, we put him active is to see where he was at. And then after last night's game, he just felt that he can't come in on a day-to-day basis like like he wants to do. If he's healthy and he's on the roster, he wants to play and he just couldn't do it on a consistent basis. So I just think that you have to find out what the problem is. And I think when you just said that it may be June before he does play, it may be that long. Whatever it takes mm-hmm. to get him healthy, I think the Brewers have to do that because he means so much to this ball club to get him healthy for the second half of the season or from July on, if that or June on, if that's the case. Uh, they have to take that time off and make sure he's healthy when he does come back. 
Yeah, this team, the last thing this team needs is to be on again, off again for the rest of the year with Yelich, where you get uh, a couple weeks, maybe a month, and then he's on the injured list for two weeks or three weeks, and you just play that yo-yo game all year long. I, it, it was Jordan and Matuak who mentioned June. Again, we have no clue what the timeline will be, but I think the point, and, and Tyler said this, you get him healthy, and however long it takes to get him healthy, it, that's how long it takes. And Augie, I would even argue, it goes beyond this year. You get him healthy, and you get him ready to continue his career with the Brewers, whether whether he plays this year or doesn't play this year. And I think he's going to play this year. I don't think there's any indication at this point that this is something that's going to keep him out for the rest of the season. Uh, but the the idea here is to get his back into a position where he is able to really resume his major league career because he's never had a situation like this before where he has been out for so long uh, and and there's kind of been question marks. I know he had the knee issue where the kneecap came out, but you knew exactly what that was, and there was a very clear path on how long the rehab was going to take and he was going to, uh, you know, there it was just kind of a black and white sort of thing with this and with the back. And again, I think I'm not a doctor. I'm not trying to play one on the radio here, Augie. But um, the fact that he got the MRI last week and then they felt comfortable enough activating him and then it didn't respond the way it did, even if they kind of know what's going on, it also kind of feels like they don't completely know what's going on, if that makes sense. Yeah, you know, you don't know in a situation like that. And the big thing with Christian, when you watch him play, he was swinging the bat, doing everything so well. He just felt like he was back and uh, really going to be a big part of this ball club and, uh, and and swinging the bat and playing good, solid defense. But you got to get him healthy. For, for this team, in order to succeed in getting to the postseason, you have to have a healthy Christian Yelich. And uh, who knows how long it's going to take, but I think is what they have to do is try to find out, try to find that remedy of what's taking, what's causing him not to go and uh, into a game on a day-to-day basis without discomfort, and they've got to correct it. If it takes a little bit of time, that's just the way it's going to be, but at that same time, you've got to look at what these other guys are doing, filling in. They're doing a great job. Uh, the Brewers are playing great baseball. They're not hitting the way they want. They're pitching very well, but I, feel, I still feel that uh, Christian Yelich makes his team just so much better, but you have to make sure that he's 100% healthy. That's what they need for him to succeed where they want to be by the end of the year. That's Jerry Augustine, former Brewers pitcher. If you weren't listening earlier, Jerry Augustine is no longer the only pitcher in Brewers history who has given up three home runs but only two earned runs in one game. Uh, Eric Lauer did that tonight. So Augie's place in Brewers history, he now has company. We, uh, we found that out. All right, Augie, thank you so much for your time. We'll talk again uh, tomorrow. Oh, it's part of, fun being part of these. I'm honored by that. But tomorrow, big game coming up with Freddie yeah. Peralta and Chase Anderson. Going to be a lot of fun. Talk to you tomorrow. All right, sounds good. There's Jerry Augustine. I'm Matt Pauley. We'll hear from Brewers manager Craig Council. That's next. This is Brewers Extra Innings. This is Brewers Extra Innings on WTMJ. 1-0 pitch. And this is drilled into left field. That's down for a base hit. Brewers are going to send Garcia around third. He's going to score. The throw to third is actually allowed to go through. And so Wong gets all the way to third. Urias with an RBI single. It's a 6-2 ball game, and the Brewers have him on the corners and still nobody out. 
Brewers threatened multiple times. Again, this was a game where they had their opportunities, but they just could not come all the way through. They were For the second straight day, they were maybe one big hit away from coming up with a win, but instead they lose a one-run game for the second straight day. They lose today by a 6-5 score. Welcome back into Brewers Extra Innings here on WTMJ. My name is Matt Pauley, manager Craig Council. Meeting with the media a little while ago, opened up his comments talking about the performance of starting pitcher Eric Lauer. You know, he did a nice job getting through six innings for sure, and, and that helps us. Um, you know, and then the it was just an inning where, you know, we just we just couldn't stop it. We get two outs and kind of a weird ball hit to Travis, like a almost a changeup, but just a, just took a kind of funny hop on him. And then, you know, we did. They, he gave he made a couple of good pitches and got some, you know, jam shot base hit. And then the pitch Miller hit pretty good pitch like up and in on the corner there so we just couldn't stop the inning unfortunately and you know they got the they got the big hit you know the three run homers the big hit and they, they got it and um put us behind the eight ball a little bit you know we had chances uh and you know and that's we had you know we, we put a great inning together in the first with some great at bats um and then the sixth was probably our, our our biggest chance as nolo was getting a little bit tired and we just unfortunately couldn't get uh, you know couldn't get the ball out there for just just to start tacking on runs and that inning. Craig, I just asked Laura this too. Is there you know you talked yesterday about the value in taking a dent out of their closer and doing this back to back nights? I mean, are there are there moral victories here, or is that just not something that exists in Major League Baseball? Well, I mean, what you're what you're trying to do is you're trying to be a tough beat. I think that's what you're trying to be every night. Even even when you lose, you try to make it as tough as you possibly can. We're doing that, I think, uh, against their bullpen. Um, you, you need a you need a payoff, you know, and that's as we got two more games and we need to get a payoff on that. So I think yet to be seen, but um, if you continue to be a tough beat, some some good happens, and, and you get a ball that falls in, or you get, you catch a break, and and that's that's what you that's what you got to keep trying to do. With um with the pickoff errors for Lauer, I mean, do you like the idea there, or do you think he's trying to force something to happen, or just kind of just yeah, he just, he just made a couple bad. He's got a really good pickoff move. Um, he, he's you know he's. He's good at it. He just made a couple of mistakes tonight, so um, it's a strength. Uh, he's he's always he's kind of known as having a really good one. Um, you know, just made a couple mistakes with it tonight. Hey, Craig, um, uh, Mike's having a sneezing attack here. Hope Mike is okay. Me too. Craig, Eric made the made the point earlier just about how he thought with the offense, you guys have, are never really out of the game. I'm just kind of curious, like what your take is on that. You know, maybe that's true despite maybe the overall statistics. Yeah. I mean, I, I think, you know, I, I think we can be better um, than, than we've, than we've been. Um, I, I still think that's common. Um, you know, we're, we're, we're scoring runs actually, you know, we're not, we haven't been bad at scoring runs. We're just, I think, but we have to be, we have to, we have to, um, you know, we, you look at our guys' numbers and there's still, there's definitely room for improvement on, on a whole bunch of guys. And feel, you feel like a whole bunch of guys are still going to get going in, in a good way. So, um, you know, I'm still confident in that. Um, 
and, and I and I, I think this is a team we can you know hopefully just keep putting pressure on and, and break through. I think that's what we've we've done. You know, we've come close to kind of doing that the last couple of nights, just kind of missing that one hit, and um, keep trying to do it the next two days. Craig, what did you think when you saw the same thing happen to the Phillies that happened to you guys earlier with Angel Perdomo? Yeah, I mean, I I thought that uh, honestly, I kind of thought that the system needed to change a little bit because you know, I, you know, we we actually had the correct card, but somehow the umpires didn't. So I'm I'm not sure. It, you know, we it, it's all when it gets printed out and kind of the time that it how, what what time the umpire's card got printed out. And so it's seems like there's a better system that probably could be in place, but. Anybody else for Craig? Craig, that's what I was going to ask you. You, you guys didn't bring it up to him. I think when it happened with Perdomo, the other team brought it up, but, but the umpires. No, the other, no, it's not. It's it's the card that the umpire holds. It's not the other team bringing it up. Yeah, it's the it's the card that um, you know either the Bill Santos was not on the card that the umpire the home plate umpire had. And Craig, if I could just ask you one other question that about that ball uh, that got by Travis. You said it was kind of a changeup. Is, is that they scored it as an error, so all those runs ended up being unearned after that? Um, I mean, but it sounds like you thought that was a, just a tricky play, though, because um, he's been so great over. Yeah, there. it was. It was just. It, it was a. He got. He got jammed on it pretty good, and it. And it you know, hit on the label, and I think sometimes that causes it to take a little bit of a funny hop. It's. It, it's almost you want it, would rather have it just hard hit. Um, when it gets hit like that, the hop gets trickier actually, and that's and Travis got caught in between a little bit because you're kind of judging, almost judging the velocity of it and trying to get to the side of it. So it was it was a tricky play. I mean, that it's it's a play you got to try to make. Uh, but Travis, I think, would tell you that, but it's 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 a tricky play. Craig Council, Brewers manager, speaking with the media just a little while ago from Philadelphia where the Brewers lose tonight. Final score, 6-5. They've lost the first two games of the series. They've lost three in a row overall, tied for their longest losing streak of the year. They get back at it again tomorrow for game three before the two teams will wrap up the series with an afternoon contest coming up on Thursday. Again, the Brewers fall short 6-5 the final. How did the whole thing go down? We'll tell you what the highlights. That's next. This is Brewers Extra Innings on WTMJ. Ready for this? Fly ball. This? Deep right. And this? Third deck. Holy smokes. Time for tonight's highlights. Here's Matt Pauley. 6-5 Phillies that knock off the Brewers today. Starting pitching matchup, Eric Lauer making his second start of the year for the Brewers. Aaron Nola, he's on the mound for the Phillies. The Brewers would strike first for a second straight day in the first inning. Colton Wong leads the game off with a double after the first out is recorded. Daniel Vogelback comes to the plate. One and one on Vogelback and the offering from Nola. Swing and a line drive hit towards center. It's down a base hit. Colton Wong is going to be sent around third. Here comes the throw. It's not in time and the Brewers are on the board. Run scoring single. Daniel Vogelback. It's one nothing Milwaukee. But the Brewers would end up letting Nola off the hook there in the first. They would load the bases thanks to walks to Travis Shaw and Tyrone Taylor, but they could not come up with the proverbial big hit, and they get just the one run, leaving the bases loaded. Phillies would get that one run back in the bottom of the first. First hitter that Eric Lauer is facing is Andrew McCutcheon. 
Swing and a fly ball to right center field. Hit a ton. Jackie Bradley Jr. back, and it's 1-1. Andrew McCutcheon on a 2-2 pitch goes deep, and we're even at one apiece. It would stay 1-1 until the third inning. That's when McCutcheon was back up with one out. 2-1 pitch, and this one's hit a long ways out to left. Back on it is McKinney. It's gone for McCutcheon. So McCutcheon, who had two home runs on the season coming in, has two home runs in the game, both solo shots. Yeah, so for Lauer, in his first two starts, he has only given up earned runs to Andrew McCutcheon as the rest of the earns the runs that he ends up giving up in this game today are unearned. More on that here in a moment. Reese Hoskins, the next batter, he gets a base hit, but he's thrown out at second trying to stretch a single into a double. But then JT Ramuto will reach on what is ruled as a fielding error on Travis Shaw. So that allows the inning to keep going. Alec Bohm then gets a base hit. Runners on at the corners for uh, D.D. Gregorius, who gets a uh, base hit. That scores a run as a JT Ramoto scores, and then that would bring up Brad Miller. And now here's Brad Miller. With runners at second and third, and Miller turns on one down the right field line. If it's fair, it's gone, and it's a fair ball. And Brad Miller has just hit a three-run blast at Citizens Bank Park, and it's a 6-1 lead for the Phillies. Yeah, five runs in the inning, all but one of them go as unearned against Eric Lauer. Give Lauer credit when you have an inning like that. Sometimes you know your final line isn't going to look all that good, whether it's runs or earned runs, it doesn't really matter. But Lauer was really able to uh, lock in after that, and he finished out his day quite well. The Brewers, though, uh, Aaron Nola, as you would expect, Nola's a good pitcher. He was uh, having a lot of success against the Brewers. Brewers would make a little bit of noise in the sixth inning. The inning gets started with a base hit from Daniel Vogelback and then a base hit from Travis Shaw. So runners on at first and second after Jackie Bradley Jr. strikes out. Tyrone Taylor is hit by a pitch, so that loads the bases with just one out. But Billy McKinney would fly out, not deep enough to score a run. That would bring up Jacob Nottingham. The one-two. Struck him out, swinging with a high fastball. Inning is over. Brewers strand the bases loaded for a second time in this game. In the seventh inning, new pitcher would come on for the Phillies. That would be David Hale. First batter he faces is Avisayo Garcia. He gets a base hit, and uh, that would uh, and on that play, actually, then uh, Colton Wong would get hit by a pitch. So runners on at first and second for Luis Urias. 1-0 pitch, and this is drilled into left field. That's down for a base hit. Brewers are going to send Garcia around third. He's going to score. The throw to third is actually allowed to go through, and so Wong gets all the way to third. Urias with an RBI single. It's a 6-2 ball game, and the Brewers have him on the corners, and still nobody out. That ends the day for David Hale. JoJo Romero eventually would come in. There was a situation where they were trying to bring in another pitcher who wasn't on the uh, lineup card like that happened with the Brewers earlier this year, but Romero ends up being the guy who uh, comes in. He would get Lorenzo Kane to uh, ground out uh, on that play. Uh, Colton Wong would end up scoring. Travis Shaw would then ground out, and that would bring up Jackie Bradley Jr. The pitch. And Jackie Bradley Jr. puts a charge into it. Deep center field. Herrera's back. Bye-bye baseball. JBJ goes deep.
for the third time this year. And the Brewers are within a run at 6-5. to five. Yeah, you felt kind of good about things after uh, yesterday where uh, they used their closer for 40 pitches and uh, they've got another one of their high-leverage guys who is serving the uh, second day of his suspension, Alvarado. You thought that the Brewers might have an opportunity against uh, the Phillies' bullpen pitchers that were going to be available as they get within one with a couple innings to go. Brad Boxberger would come in to pitch the seventh inning for the Brewers. He would put up a zero in the top of the eighth inning. Brewers coming back to the plate. Sam uh, Coonrod would come in after Billy McKinney would first line out for the first out, and then Coonrod would come in. He would get uh, Jacob Nottingham to line out and Avisao Garcia to strike out, so it stays a one-run game. It would stay that way to the ninth after J.P. Fireisen uh, puts up a zero in the bottom of the eighth. So top of the ninth inning, Coonrod continuing to pitch for the Phillies. First batter of the inning is Colton Wong. He grounds out, then Luis Urias grounds out as well. So very quickly, two outs in the inning. Pablo Reyes then comes up as a pinch hitter. Just not his best as Reyes hits one into shallow center. Coming on Herrera, dives, and he's able to knock it down. Reyes stops at first base. A pinch hit single for Pablo Reyes. So there's your tying run. It's He's on at first base. That would bring up Travis Shaw. During his at-bat, there was a check swing that they ruled a strike on Shaw, third base umpire, uh, making that call. And uh, with all due respect to uh, third base umpire Hunter Wendelstead, I don't think that was uh, a swing by Shaw. But you know what? It ends up not mattering because he would also come through. The pitch. Swing and a busted bat. Flare shallow center. Down base hit. Pablo Reyes will go from first to third. As Odubel Herrera gets the ball into the cutoff man, it's first and third for the Brewers. Now they're one wild pitch away from potentially tying this game. Now Brewers making noise late in the game for a second day in a row, but uh, just like yesterday, they were unable to get that one more hit that they needed. Final batter of the day is Jackie Bradley Jr. 2-2 pitch. Popped him up, left side. McCutcheon calling for it near the line. He's there, makes the catch, and the ball game is over. Sam Coonrod and the Philadelphia Phillies finish off the Brewers' final score tonight. Again, the crew made it interesting in the ninth, but the Phillies prevail 6-5. to five. Phillies go to 15-15. and 15. That puts them in first place in the National League East, while the Brewers drop to 17-13. and 13. That puts them a half game back of the Cardinals in the National League Central. Winning totals for Philadelphia, six runs, eight hits, no errors. They leave two for the Brewers. Five runs, ten hits, three errors. They leave nine. Winning pitcher Aaron Nola, he is 3-1. and one. Eric Lauer takes the loss to drop to 1-1. One and one. Uh, Sam Coonrod gets the save, his second of the year. Home runs for the Phillies, Andrew McCutcheon hitting his third and fourth of the year. Brad Miller hitting his third for the Brewers. Jackie Brandley Jr. hitting his third. The game lasting three hours and 21 minutes, played in front of 10,388 folks at Citizens Bank Park. We'll come back. We'll go through the NL Central scores. We'll go through the minor league scores. That's fantastic to be able to say. And we'll preview game three of this four-game set. That's all coming up. It's Brewers Extra Innings. WTMJ, W277-CV, and WKTI-HD2, Milwaukee. From the Annex Wealth Management Studios. This is News Radio WTMJ. This is Brewers Extra Innings with Matt Foley on WTMJ. 6-5, Brewers lose to the Phillies. They've lost the first two games of the series around the National League Central. 
The Cubs and Dodgers played a doubleheader today. Game one, Cubs win 7-1. Clayton Kershaw went one inning, giving up four runs on four hits as uh, he has his shortest outing. He took the loss to drop to 4-3. and three. On the other side, Kyle Hendricks threw a complete game, seven innings, but gave up one run on seven hits. And then the Cubs complete the doubleheader sweep in walk-off fashion, winning game 2-4-3 in what ended up going nine innings, which is extra innings. The Reds get shut out by the White Sox today. They lose 9-0. The Pirates right now lead the Padres 2-0. That game is in the bottom of the sixth inning. Standings right now in the Central. The Cardinals, who were rained out and unable to uh, play their game against uh, the Mets, they'll play a doubleheader tomorrow by not playing. And with the Brewers losing, the Cardinals are a half game in front of the Brewers. Cubs three and a half back. Reds three and a half back. Cubs have a slightly better winning percentage than the Cubs. And the Pirates sit four and a half games back in last place in the NL Central. The minor league season, it is underway for most of the Brewers minor leagues. AAA Nashville, they lose at Toledo by an 8-6 score. Uh, AA Biloxi did not play. That entire league got postponed tonight because of rain. They'll play a doubleheader against Birmingham tomorrow. High A Wisconsin, they get a win over Beloit 2-1. I think they finished that game off on a Garrett Mitchell double play, uh, throwing a runner out at second, throwing behind the runner uh, for the final out in the ninth inning when he made a catch and then threw behind, just uh, doing great things in his first professional game. And low A Carolina, they win at home against Fayetteville by a 6-5 score. Brewers and Phillies playing game three of the four-game series coming up tomorrow. The Brewers will have Freddie Peralta on the mound. The right-hander is 3-0 with a 2.25 ERA. The Phillies are going to oppose with former Brewers pitcher Chase Anderson. The right-hander is 1-3 with a 5.40 ERA. 6.05 first pitch. Coverage at 5.30. I'll talk to you after the game here on WTMJ.